Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome back to the Run Dot Down Post Game Show here on the Strickland YouTube channel. If you're listening to this today after the Strickland Podcast Network, I am Sam. I'm joined by Schwinn and Tyrese. Knicks win in a absolute beatdown of the Denver Nuggets by 38 points, 122 to 84. Um, yeah, before we get into all that, though, it is playoff time and the road to Vegas goes through San Francisco and Baltimore. Bet Online is your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines with everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props. Head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Or the game starts here. They changed it. What? Anyways. Anyways, yeah, yeah. They changed the their slogan apparently too. Um, but yeah, um, Knicks win. Um, this is the third time they faced someone in that upper echelon of the NBA, um, stratosphere, and they absolutely beat the shit out of them tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, Jokic got his numbers. They were pretty close to doing this to Minnesota, like the first yes. game after the OG trade. They just the bench didn't have any juice that night. Um, and then I don't know, Brunson was like doing some weird shit at the start of that fourth quarter, if you remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was awesome. This was like they just kicked their ass. There was no point in the game where, like, the the only point in the game where I got like like not even I wasn't even really worried. I was more just like, come on, bro. Was when Jokic went out, and then Brunson did this weird thing where he like had Jamal Murray, but then he called for a screen to get switched on to Aaron Gordon on two straight possessions. Uh, and they cut the lead from like 17 to 13, but then they called a timeout. And then he was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, let me just attack the bad defenders, not the good defender. Uh, and that was it. I mean, the game was over after that point. Like Jokic got his numbers in the third. He's the only guy really for Denver today that showed any pulse. But um, yeah, look, the big game merchant didn't show up, not a national game. For Jamal Murray. Oh, yeah, Jamal Murray. He doesn't play. Turn up today. <laughs> I'm, I'm insulted. I'm insulted. Because how? Really? You don't think we're good enough? The lights aren't bright enough at Madison Square Garden for you? <laughs> he's like, yeah, well, you know, he's like, like he, nah. But he has this weird habit when he plays the Knicks at the Garden of, like, he gets off to, like, this is, like, a, a Murray thing. And this is, like, a Nuggets thing is they will, like, get off to bad starts. And then they'll, like... By the end of the at the end of the first half into the start of the second half, they usually like get go off and kind of like even the game out or just take the lead and go from there. Um, last last year, like we had a double digit lead, then they came back into double digit lead, and then we had to come back in the fourth quarter to win it. But like that, that's what I was like. I was kind of like waiting for that at some point in the third quarter, and Murray was just he had nothing today. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. I Clyde might think he's the worst player in the NBA based on his <laughs> comments tonight. He's not. Uh, yeah, Aaron Gordon definitely like he he found all of the good drugs yesterday. That was very apparent. He was fucking checked out for most of this game. Um, you know, look, it, this was I don't know if you guys saw the uh their game against the Celtics last week. Like that was, you know, like that was a title game type of effort whatever. Um, this wasn't that from Denver, but like when a team is really good like the Knicks and they're locked in and you give them an inch like that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to just fucking humiliate them like they humiliated Denver tonight that was a complete joke um and like I I thought Tibbs I loved his rotations I mean it's hard to tell because 
the fourth quarter was just fucking garbage time. But I thought those mm-hmm. rotations tonight were awesome. I don't know. There were people that had I, – I didn't listen to the rundown. I, I was told that I guess there were people that had issues with Tim's rotations in that game. I thought it was fine. I get the heart, Grimes thing, spacing, whatever. Um, I, I'm, I'm okay. Like, if we're going to say we're about, like, the lineup data and all that shit, you've got to accept that right now Tibbs has a leg to stand on by playing hard at the two. Because Harden OG have been fucking awesome. So you got to give him that right now, for now. We'll see how, it, obviously, bigger sample. We'll see what happens. But, like, anyway, I just think his rotations have cleaned up in these last two games a lot. I like the way he's staggering Brunson, Randall, OG. Um, I think it took him a while to realize, like, like even if OG's not some dynamic shot creator, he just has such a huge impact on the game that you can kind of treat him like that and stagger him in that way with one of those guys or with both those guys. So um, now you're getting like basically two of them on the floor at all times. And when it's not two of them, it's just OG with the bench guys. Um, and it's usually against that bench unit of the opposing team to start the second and fourth quarters. Um, so really good stuff from him. Sims and precious. You can't ask for anything more than they've given you these last two games. Um, and I, I got to say like, you know, uh, I've been super critical of Tibbs, so I gave him his credit, and he deserves a ton of it. Uh, especially tonight, I thought he just had them so locked in today, and he was on top of his timeouts. That challenge with OG that was awesome, but also like Randall, man. Um, I think that's the most locked in. Just like there was so uh, there was maybe one Randall bullshit moment, which was like that third end of third quarter of three he took. That was it. He checked. Yeah, but and I'm fine with that. That was fine. I don't. I don't give. Yeah, a we're shit about like thirty. That. It's like yeah, and he, ahead, he earned it. Whatever. But like he was like that stretch at the end of the first half, where you could tell because Brunson got into his little like ISO bag for a little while, and you could tell Julius wanted the ball. But when he got the ball, when he got those opportunities, he didn't just go into like you know fucking Beyblade Julius ISO mode. He like really brought other guys into the game. I think he died. He had a few dimes after that point. Um, I don't even remember who, because he was just distributing the ball so well in the, in this game. Um, but yeah, I mean, look like when your top three guys play the way they did tonight, Brunson, you could obviously tell must've, uh, I think he got the memo that he did not make the all-star team starter or make it as an all-star a starter. Discuss very soon, yeah. but yeah. But, but like when your top three guys just command the game like that, and quite frankly, other than Nikola Jokic, nobody on the other team shows up. You're going to beat the fucking piss out of teams. And they did. I mean, they, they, this was like, it was a double digit game with, within like the first, what, four or five minutes. And it never got into single digits again. That's, that's an absolute ass kicking of uh, one of the title favorites, if not the title favorite. Uh, so, I mean, I think this is, this is the best regular season win in terms of not, I'm not talking about like wire to wire excitement, but like in terms of just complete domination of an opponent, considering the caliber of team Denver is, and I know they're at the end of a road trip. I don't give a fuck about that. Cause nobody would have sympathy if the Knicks came out at the end of a road trip and got their ass kicked by 35 points. Um, this was an ass kicking. They, they, they had an opportunity against a team that's tired, whatever at the end of a road trip. And they didn't just take it. they like, I mean, they, they absolutely ass. Yeah, they they as Tyrese uh, often likes to say they uh, they had the United yes. yes, yes. I got Schwitz say gripping the sheets. 
on camera. This is well, the you didn't uh, because you interrupted me. So thank you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I think the way to put this eloquently is the Knicks had handcuffs and rose petals in the hotel room, and the Nuggets were cordially invited. Um, there are gold wrappers on the on the ground as we speak. It was a shellacking of the highest proportions. Um, Nikola Jokic is going to see Dante DiVincenzo's fingers in his dreams. Um, and that's because he poked his eye, I swear. <laughs> that was wild. That's very wild. Very. Oh, they're talking about uh, the next by, by the way, Let's see what they Dante, Dante right now, like his chemistry with Randall, it's better than Randall's chemistry with, with Grimes ever. Yeah, well, Grimes ever was. It's better than it is with Bullock, better than it is with Fournier. And the difference is, like, he basically is, like, the thing we thought with Grimes was, like, okay, this is, like, Bullock, but he can do shit. Like, Dante... It combines actually, all the best aspects yeah, of yeah, all those da- guys. Dante is, yeah, Dante is actually doing that. He's, like, on offense, he's, like, Bullock, but can actually do shit uh, with the ball. Yeah, he, he's playing great basketball right now. That pass, that full court pass. I don't know. Clyde was like, Jokic just gave up on the play. And I was like, I don't think that's what happened, dude. Like, that was a dime. I think he was just trying to get his shit off about Jokic. Yeah, he he was just, Clyde was, let him, let him enjoy, dude. He's watched more shitty basketball up close and personal than anybody else. So, (laughs) uh, yeah, it is. Look, this was, again, Dante was awesome. He's, he's playing great basketball. And I think he's, you know, uh, uh, by the way, I will I, like the only thing I will say that not even this isn't even a negative, but like I'm sorry, I don't care if Quentin Grimes went into the front office, like went to the front office and was like crying and having a hissy fit because he wants to be traded, or if Julie or if Tom Thibodeau went in there and was like, get this fucking asshole off my team for some reason. I don't care. What, like, don't like they need to add a piece without subtracting. They need depth. You saw a really good example tonight. That lineup with Deuce. Uh, Hart, OG, Grimes had them in fucking hell. They were like, they, they got nothing. They got absolutely nothing. Um, you need options in the playoffs. If Quentin Grimes needs to be traded because he's worried about his next contract, I will be like, okay, I understand your concerns. I am sorry. We are trying to win basketball games this year. You have a chance to help us do that. We will deal with this in the summer, and I promise you we will, we will deal with it then. But for right now, you got to suck it up, and you got to be a good. And he got minutes tonight. Like he got minutes. Um, and he performed nineteen points, five rebounds, hit some threes, got into the paint, did some shit. You can just see, like, and again, because of Tibbs' rotation, even in the first half, Grimes probably played like 10, 11 minutes. Like he actually got a real rotation in this game, yeah. um, because of how Tibbs has now adjusted his lineups. And I hope this is not just like a thing he's doing because Hartenstein is out. Mm, like this is. is this this needs to be what it is, you know. And I I actually see like I actually don't think I don't think it matters. I, I think it'll be the same when Harnstein's back because because none of the rotation changes you've made has anything to do with the center, right? The centers are like their own thing to him. They like exist in their own fucking planet. Except when he decided Jericho Sims should play the four for a little while. Um, but like the centers do their own thing. So that like I, I believe that this will probably be generally the rotation. So Grimes has an opportunity. I think you keep him. I'm happy that Deuce McBride made all his threes tonight, except for the last one he took. Um, but he was 0 for 4 inside the arc. Like, he has no juice inside there. You can see it even on a, a night like tonight where everything was flowing. Um, I'm still worried about that, and I still think that is the thing the Knicks need to address uh, before the deadline. But, like, again, like, I don't want to trade. Like, I, 
that we can't trade Deuce, but even if we could, I wouldn't want to trade him in this scenario because like, I think you need those options. You need to have depth because I, you know what I don't, you know what would happen, right? If we trade Grimes and then like to get Brogdon, let's just say, and then fucking Josh Hart gets hurt. You know, what's going to happen. Or right? Brogdon gets hurt. Cause that's like always the thing with right. him or, or whoever it is. Right. But like, if let's just say Josh, Hart, you know, what's going to happen, right? Oh, well, the Knicks don't have any depth. What can they do? Like, what, what could be like, it's like, don't do that. Like, I'm sorry that somebody's going to get marginalized, but like, you're fucking good. You have a chance to seriously do some damage in the playoffs. Like that needs to be the priority. Not fucking Quentin Grimes' feelings. Not if Tom Thibodeau wants him out, not Tom Thibodeau's feelings. I don't give a fuck about their feelings. Fuck their feelings. Um, their feelings can wait for the summer and, you know, like summertime sadness. We'll deal with it then. But like we don't need to deal with that right now. Right now, we need to be keeping our good pieces, adding and adding a quality player if we can before the deadline. I I mean, look at what the look at what the Heat did. I mean, they just lost today, which isn't the best example. But I mean, look at what they did. They added Terry Rozier to their team. They subtracted a negative in Kyle Lowry, who was doing nothing for them, and they only had to give up what a protected first round pick from 2027. So it's like you know, you're seeing your competitors do that. They're adding to their teams that are getting better. So you have to do the same, I think. And the Knicks, like you said, they have a good they have a chance to do some real damage in the playoffs. I mean, we're seeing they're absolutely destroying teams, um, good or bad. I think that narrative of them just beating up on bad teams, I think, should be put to rest. I think, especially after beating the likes of a Philly and a and a and a Minnesota and a Denver now. Um, I, I just think that, you know, yeah, that narrative has to be put to rest and this team is showing you what what's their record? They're they're one in six against the Bucks and the Celtics, right? I believe yeah. so. Yes. So, so their record against every other above five hundred team, like the rest of it's pretty good, right? Like that means that they. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. That would mean they're seven and eleven. That's now, fine. Like yeah. now they're eight and eleven. I would have said yeah. eight and eleven. That's like that's not abnormal. That's that's pretty normal, and this will keep regularizing as the season goes on. And I'm not that worried about it. They also had a brutal fucking start to the season. So who gives a shit? Fuck yeah, on. I mean the Celtics are the Celtics this year, so there's that. Um, I strongly agree with this, by the way. This is a really good point. Ace for, for, for as, as, as great as Precious is, having him and Sims is as third and fourth centers is pretty solid depth. Um, yeah, I mean I tweeted out today. I think um, like the centers, um, the Knicks center rotation has been great all year. I mean, no matter who has been in there, they've just giving you solid production at like I'm, 20 I'm, plus minutes. Which is why it was game. insane that anybody was like, the Knicks need to trade for another center. No, so, especially, especially, who was it? Like Tim Bond, Tim says he was like, he, he was like, oh, I want them to trade for, for Gafford. Like, so do you, high? I mean, I'd like to be. Um, but do you, do you guys now acknowledge Precious as like a native New Yorker? He has that back now? He's still Nigerian to me until proven otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> We 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 gotta see how how many more games you know. Wait, wait, this we, is, but here's we, the thing. Here's the we, thing. This is what Raptors fans told us about him. This is what they said that he will have like these stretches. Stretches, where you're like, yes. Where you're like, oh my god, like it's coming together. You figured it out, and then it's like back to like, what the fuck is he doing? So this might just be like, I need to see it, but I'm happy from what I've seen. He clearly does. Like he clearly has NBA skills and talent. <laughs> like. Some of his obviously he's always gonna be susceptible to be getting pushed around a little bit at the five. Just I mean, look at his size, right? Um, same with Sims. But yeah, I mean, this it's it's a great it's a great point that like 
you know, generally speaking, your third and fourth center on teams is not going to be like a good player, right? So if this is what our third and fourth centers are, it's fine. And um, you, you know, know look, to, for them to, for the job they did on Jokic tonight, he got his numbers, yeah. but like he they still kept them, I think, relatively in check. I mean, he got his numbers when, once the game was over, basically, right? Like, yeah. and, and a lot of his numbers, he, a lot of his initial scoring came off of those guys having to help on others and Jokic cleaning up on the offensive glass. So it wasn't like, you know, he was just fucking him. Too. It was fucking stuffed his ass. That was crazy. I couldn't believe yeah. that. Um, on the other end. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Sims, Sims has played two really good games, I think, since coming back into the lineup. Tibbs will always amaze me that a guy can go from not playing to starting just to keep the bench. I, I will never fully understand that. Um, but look, it it's true. And and you have to give credit to Tibbs and you got to give credit to the front office for like one, the front office, you know, I, I don't know what the negotiations were, but like, I mean, there were other guys that Toronto could have included in that trade, right? Not just Precious. They got Precious out of it. Um, so clearly somebody in the front office must have been like, look, this, let's just take a flyer on this dude. And I think Katz has reported, right? That like, they thought maybe he could be decent insurance in case, you know, Harnstein walks or something like that. I'm not sure about all that because Harnstein has been fucking awesome. But yeah. yes, like he is a good, good depth piece they got. And you got to give Tibbs credit for, like he stuck with precious when we were all like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And right now he looks like he was up to like, he, he maybe he saw something in precious that we weren't able to kind of, that, that just wasn't clicking to start when he first got to New York. But uh, yeah, credit, credit to them. And obviously credit to precious who's seems to have found a little bit of a rhythm here. I think Tom DeVito just knows how to produce good big men. Yeah. Like it's like Wisconsin producing good offensive linemen. It's just you know what you're gonna get. Nothing but fundamentals. Michigan was right there, dude. Michigan was right there. I'm gonna give Michigan credit on a podcast with you. I don't need to go into your head. Yeah, yeah you should. You should. Maybe if you do that, I'd be nice about had, David Wright. Haven't you had enough? That's David Wright's career right there. Haven't you had uh, enough? You are a sick <laughs> person. What's wrong with you? Literally, why? The David Wright biography. <laughs> haven't you had enough? <laughs> All right, dude. Unprompted. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but yeah. Um, shout out to I, we haven't even spoke about OG tonight. I mean, OG oh, with his Kawhi Leonard impression, twenty six points on that was, what was it? Um, what was it? Eighty percent shooting or whatever it was from the field, or or what was it? I don't. Who knows? Who, oh, it doesn't no. matter. fifty five percent. This is the thing, field, you don't really have to worry about the fucking numbers. Like, that's how yeah. good this, like, it does not matter. OG yeah. fucking slapped his dick out on the table and was Six just like, steals. fucking Six swinging steals. that shit around. That was, that was, that was as, that was as, uh, dominant of a, uh, a performance as you'll see from OG. Six steals. Let's get the D, DPOY, um, propaganda Big, going. Biggest, just huge swinging dick performance from OG Ananobi in this game. <laughs> Wild. He just, he just he just whipped it out and then swung it right right (laughs) he swung it on his head like a helicopter (laughs) it's it's funny too because like raptors fans they 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 called that like you know they were like hey when once he gets to new york you know he's gonna start getting that dpoy love because you know cry me a ripper who cares be a better (laughs) fan base (laughs) (laughs) oh no tyrese we actually didn't vote jalen brunson into the all-star game all right, can we can, can we can we talk about this? Can we talk about this? Because like this is this is bothering me. I'm like you're, so you're, you're talking great about it all day, Sam. So so you got the floor, bro. 
you're tweeting. I, I tweet. I tweeted a thread today because I was I was upset because like this this perception that like Knicks fans aren't voting is is ridiculous. Like for for Knicks fan for for a Knicks player to get a, be an All Star, no matter how good they are, they have to have some level of national recognition and and, and national like praise to be recognized of that level. Like I I pointed out and Schwinn pointed out, Carmelo Anthony's like the last guy the Knicks had that was a star. That was a starter, and that was because of how like well respected he was nationally. Brunson, every time you hear about him on the on 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 national media, is like, oh, he's too small, he's not one A, he's not good enough. It's this, it's that. To the casual NBA fan, when they hear that type of stuff, why are they voting for a guy like that to be the starter over guys that they know with with more name value, like a Damian Lillard or a Tyrese Halliburton, who's gotten so much hype this year? So it's like. I I I I don't understand this notion that like oh it's on Knicks fans for not voting enough like I think Knicks fans did their due diligence in voting it's just a matter of like national media has to do a better job of highlighting the players that are actually good in this league and that are like carrying good teams Can I can I read you the Josh Hart quote? Yes. Josh Hart this is from Fred Cat. Josh Hart and if he saw that Jalen Brunson isn't starting the All-Star game. Yeah, fucking loser. <laughs> dog dude's a troll uh yeah no look i agree i i don't i don't really understand what you actually want fans to do because like i think fans have voted i mean i, I don't see any reason to believe they haven't um like when you see guys like halliburton and trey young and it's obvious that those votes like oh is it the fucking gigantic uh online fan base pacers fan base that's uh <laughs> driving the halliburton vote is it or is it that he got his fucking dick sucked for like the last six months since the fucking you remember the olympic like the olympics or the fuck is fiba it was like every time brunson was on the floor it was like what is this war crime that is being committed with Halliburton? Why isn't Halliburton playing 35 yeah. straight minutes tonight? Yeah, what is happening? And, and then and then when we lost when we lost and Brunson was on the bench, people were like, look at Jalen Brunson. He can't get it done. Like, bro, he wasn't in the fucking game. What are you talking about? <laughs> it, wasn't it, the it, it, it was stupid. And, and yeah, like, look, this idea that that stuff doesn't matter is dumb. And also, like, I just want to say this. Also, voting is stupid. Like, the all this is like, uh, like this is like the fucking Pro Bowl in, in football. Like, like look at look at some of the Pro Bowl. Look, Mac Jones. Mac Jones made a Pro Bowl his rookie season. That was a real thing that happened. <laughs> Matt fucking Jones, Pro Bowl. Like, like you get like I, the end all-star is a lot better than the Pro Bowl for sure, for a variety of reasons, in that sense. But it's still a joke. Like, you, like remember the fucking they gave the uh, the make-a-wish Hawks like all their fucking lineup uh, an all-star birth that one year? That was ridiculous. Like, like they do stupid shit like this. The the is the it's it's not an accurate depiction of who the actual best players in the league are, except it for what it is. I actually I don't have an issue. Like I don't think it would have been crazy if Donovan Mitchell got picked over Jalen Brunson. I think those two are are basically coin toss. And I, I don't even want to debate the Halliburton things. We already knew he was going to get it. Like he was going to be one, right? So who gives a fuck? Damian Lillard getting picked is a joke. Like he's not been as good as Brunson. He's not been as good as Donovan Mitchell. He's probably not been as good as as, as Tyrese Maxey. Uh, like he hasn't been as good as any prior year yeah. of Damian Lillard either. Yeah, and and I bet I bet you this. I bet you that the rest of this year Damian Lillard is going to go off because all of a sudden he's going to be super happy because uh they they got rid of their fucking coach Demon of a co- 
<laughs> yeah, they're demon of a coach who they apparently all fucking hate. Uh, like he's on. So, 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 so this is what's gonna happen. He's gonna go off for the rest of the year, and everyone's gonna be like, everyone's gonna forget that he actually didn't deserve to start the All Star game. But he didn't deserve. So he does not deserve to start the All Star game. There's no like they. The NBA just needs to decide. What do you want this to be? Is this just like what the fans want? Fine. Then just have it be a total fan vote and move on. Because the way they do it now, it, it's still like the, the waiting vote. doesn't it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, like you're not giving players and coaches equal weight, like combined, I guess you could say they get equal weighting to the, to the fans. But it's still it just doesn't make any sense. If, if it's going to be a fan thing, just let the fans decide the starters and then let the coaches decide the rest. I don't give a shit. I, like, just have it be that. But don't do this half fucking, you know, one foot in, one foot out thing like it's bullshit. You know, don't. Don't don't be the Nets, right? Don't be the Nets where you can't figure out what you want to be. Do you want to be good? Do you want to suck? Do you think the Cowboys is a franchise player? Are you a moron? All valid questions. Faster. I think it's because of the Wiggins shit. That the Wiggins shit like fucked up the voting for everybody. For everybody. Can we can we respect K-pop? We're not respecting K-pop here. I respect K-pop. I don't respect Andrew Wiggins being a fucking All Star starter. That was nuts. <laughs> But like, I mean, yeah, the league, they just have to decide like what matters to them, like, and then stick with it all the way. Cause like, I feel like last year's voting was, I guess, much, it was much more simpler for fans to like, just do the hashtag thing that they were doing last year. But like now, you know, you're having fans go on the website. Every fan wants to really log into a website every day. You can criticize me for, you know, having that belief, you know, but whatever it is. Um, But yeah, the, the league just needs to find out what, they want to do and stick with it and be consistent with it all the way through. Um, but either way, I think Jalen Brunson gets in, but it sucks that he doesn't get to be a starter because Damian Lillard just has more name value at this point, um, despite having a down year. Damian also just like, I forget the number, like he just doesn't look like I've watched enough Bucks to share where like, he doesn't I'll look like Damian Lillard. I'll watch the game and I'm just like, like you look at the box score and you're like, all right, I guess. I guess he had a good game, but when you're watching it, like the game on Christmas, we played them, right? It looked like, like if you look at the box score after the game, it looked like he had a good game. But when you're watching that, you were I, like, I remember like watching that game. You were like, this, this looks not like Dame. Like this looks like not like what he was even last year. Um, very so, disjointed I mean, from him. Yeah, it's just it's weird. I don't know. Maybe some of it was the uh, you know the great Adrian Griffin thing, but like it's good. I mean, look, they they should be fine. Doc because, will get them uh, right. Doc, Doc will get them right, <laughs> and uh, he will lead them to glory in the playoffs, just as he's done <laughs> throughout the last uh, ten years of his career. Firing Mike Budenholzer and going with a rookie head coach, and then firing him and be like, "No, nah, let's get Doc Rivers in here to save us." It's like insanity. I uh, I wonder if like if there's a timeline where Terry Stotts gets that job. I would have paid to see that. I think that would have been the funniest outcome, but that's probably why he got. That's probably why he 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 got angry and left because they didn't want to give him the job. He probably thought he deserved it over Adrian Griffin. Uh, Maybe Doc Rivers has been applying to that job forever, though. So (laughs) Doc Rivers is like literally fucking. He's like little thief. He's like Littlefinger. He's like Varys from Game of Thrones. He's just fucking out there. Yeah, but we need to respect that because because Giannis is going to be a Nick soon. So we need to appreciate Doc Rivers. I, I do like that all the leaks afterwards are like Giannis made us tire this guy. Giannis made us Giannis had a gun to our heads and told us to hire him. I mean, like, it's probably true, but that's a bold that's it's bold. That's all and then Giannis like I didn't fire him though. 
Like it wasn't my fault. <laughs> Giannis was like, I love the guy. I invited him to my my, yeah. my wedding. Like yeah, Giannis, dude, we didn't Giannis, ask you all like, Giannis is like, guys, I just tried uh, a, a malt yesterday for the first time ever. Have you had this? It's so delicious. I love America. I love like, I love what? the fact that like Giannis deflects for criticism by going back to immigrant status. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like he he you like you you remember when Sammy Sosa forgot how to speak English? When he got like accused, like when they had to like testify in front of Congress for fucking steroids, that's like Giannis when he gets in the shit. He's like, "Oh man, I love America so much. Look at this technology here. I have an I have a cell phone. This is amazing. Like you can talk to people on this. Like yeah, dude, we know, we know." <laughs> Bro, the Oreo shit was probably the funniest one. It's like, dude, you seriously never heard of Oreo cookies? <laughs> it's like, give me a fucking break. What was the, after the after they won the finals? Remember when? That's why, because I know they have Oreos in Greece. I like, I've been to Greece. <laughs> Bro, they got Oreos Bro. everywhere, man. No, they have That's Oreos. A multinational like, like product. That's like an international product. Exactly, <laughs> dude. Like like people. Yo, I, in in Greece, you walk down two blocks. Their Oreos, <laughs> like. Just fucking buy the cash register, bro. Like it's not that hard. He he lied his ass off about that shit. Chris Bernard, there was some other shit. Didn't, didn't he say like he never had like a milkshake or something? I think yeah, so. yes, yeah. Another thing, I can uh, confirm there are fucking milkshakes in Greece. But yeah, there's milkshakes everywhere in the fucking world. You know how you know that? Because there's fucking milk everywhere in the world. That's how you know that. And there's a fucking McDonald's everywhere in the world. So yes, hundred percent milkshakes exist in other places. Chris Bernard, uh, Giannis turns into Borat when he gets beaten. This, this is accurate. Uh, Omar Yusuf, Perk was right. Nick's are really good, and Jokic is a stat batter. Shout out Perkins, man. Perkins is one the like one of the few it's, national media he, guys that like rides for the Knicks. Didn't he already tweet some shit out? Uh, some shit out about this? Like, I'm gonna go off about this tomorrow, Jim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, D Grant, you guys must be Nugget fans. I sure. Uh, I don't know. I guess. Slander. <laughs> I, I hope so. I don't know. Uh, Chris Bernard, Slander side, Trey has been way better than him too. Just that Atlanta sucks. That's actually true. Uh, I will not publicly tweet praise of Trey Young, uh, but I will let you guys know in the secrecy of this post game uh, that I think Trey Young has played much better than him this year. And actually, I think Trey Young has been pretty good, and the rest of that roster has been fucking atrocious. Yeah, they've been bad, um, and that's why they're going to be selling off very soon. They'll be selling up DeJounte Murray for one pick and one swap, and then people are going to be like, how did they get such a steal? And then happen to watch DeJounte Murray play. (laughs) I can't wait. DeJounte Murray in the D-Lo role is going to be, that's going to be fantastic in LA. I'm sure that'll play It's going to be a marginal upgrade at best, mind you. I don't even think it's an upgrade. Like, how how does his game make, I think, whatever D-Lo is, he's clearly a much better skill set fit next to LeBron and AD offensively. I guess the bet is like the defense is going to be way better. I don't know. I don't care. Not my problem. Um, This comment here, I think, Chris Bernhardt, I think you're being a little bit generous to to Fizzdale right here. (laughs) Do we need to post the picture? Do we need to post the Fizzdale picture? (laughs) They got blown up by the the Cavs and the Kings. Like a back-to-back nights, dude. And then he cited uh, Latrell Sprewell playing 42 minutes back in like – 1999 for why rj barrett was playing 44 minutes and like included garbage time you're like dude what <laughs> he has a day off tomorrow he'll be fine <laughs> he's 19 he can handle it all right buddy sure what an insane person 
tag appearance. Hello, tag. Uh, JB. Hey, yes. tag. Yes, JB. Um, I agree. Yeah, tag, JB. Tag, tag making sure we all go to war against the um, the Candace Parkers of the world. Shout out to Tag for grabbing that clip. Well, Tag's a misogynist, so. <laughs> Tag, Tag hates aren't, women. Aren't, aren't we all as Knicks fans? I thought that was our new label. <laughs> the misogynics. Uh, it's, it's a prereq, Sam. When you apply to be a Knicks fan, you got to check the misogyny box. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Brian Benjamin. Uh, $5. Thank you for the, for the super Shout chat. Shout out, Brian Benjamin. Uh, if anybody else wants to give us money uh, with the super chat, feel free. We would appreciate it. Um, Chris Bernard, how the fuck are Charles Barkley and Kendrick Perkins? Jalen Brunson unites media? big fat black niggas. <laughs> no, but did you like? I don't know. Did you guys watch the the, the pregame like when they did the announcements and everything? But, I did not. Bro, I, I usually never watch it, but I just wanted to. Kenny watch Smith me. was hating his ass, yeah. off. bro. Kenny Smith is on fucking. He needs like Leon needs to fucking straight up fucking. Call, like, call a guy. Yeah, he needs to call call somebody <laughs> and, to and handle that. Yeah, he need he, send a message. Send a message. Like it, it, it was ridiculous. It was crazy. Like Barkley was trying to make like a pretty like okay. If you don't agree, Jalen Brunson should be a starter. Which whatever, Kenny Smith clearly did not believe he should be a starter. That's fine. I don't actually think that's crazy. There are other guys who I like. Again, I, I said like if Donovan Mitchell got picked over Jalen Brunson, I would have been like, man, that's annoying because I would pick Brunson. But I don't think like Donovan Mitchell's been really good this year. And I hate Donovan Mitchell. So for me to say that, like just understand, like I I think he's been really good. So I think he'd have deserved it. Um, but like all Barkley was basically trying to say is like, like people underrated him, and this is like one of the best signings in NBA history in terms of guys that clearly outperformed what people put as their ceiling. I mean, a a, a guy who I think historically has gone down maybe as one of the best free agent signings in the same vein would be like Steve Nash, right? Like he was an all-star in Dallas, but he leaves Dallas and he goes on and wins two MVPs. So like, like that's what Bar- Barkley was basically just trying to say. Like this guy is one of the best free agent signings outside of like no brainer. Like, Oh yeah, dude, of course signing KD for golden state was awesome. Like, yeah, of course signing LeBron for Miami was awesome. We know that shit, but this is a different thing. And that's what the entire and, and he was just trying to give Brunson the praise that I think he deserves, and at least that he felt he deserved. And you know, if you disagree with him, I don't mind that, right? But Kenny Smith was just like fucking like he wouldn't even let him get sentences out. It's like, bro, we get that you're fucking butthurt that Leon Rose interviewed you and looked at you and was like, yo, this guy is a fucking idiot. I'm not hiring him. <laughs> and I understand like you're upset about that, but get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, are you kidding me? Um I don't know. Like, I, I get, like, yeah, you know, fuck him and uh, his fucking stupid bald ass head. Uh, he sucks. Tom it's like, it's like, dude, like, you're also, like, not getting hired by any yeah. other people in this league, too. So, like, have that same energy for players of other teams that you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Tom, yeah. And Tom, and Tom Dibido has more hair than him. So get on, <laughs> loser. Uh, <laughs> that beard is atrocious. He needs to yeah. shave it immediately. Yeah. I don't know he what should, he should. Do. He should actually cut it and gather it. And then gather it and do a transplant slowly (laughs) on his head. Uh, this is from Brian Benjamin. Uh, again, thank you for the super chat, Brian. Uh, Mr. New York point guard, Kenny Smith, get the fuck out. Yes, uh, the fakest New York point guard to ever point guard. This is New York card is stripped. Fuck him. (laughs) 
<laughs> this was this was a funny meme. I saw that. We got we got Candace fired from TNT. Chris <laughs> Bernard, yeah. Kenny Smith got the pube beard. Yes, yes definitely. Uh, MF Stephen A. Somewhere going ballistic right now, knowing that he can't come in with the Knicks not trying for Friday tomorrow. Don't worry, buddy. He'll He's make. Still, He'll find a way. Could you imagine though? Could you imagine? I'm yeah, a native no, New Yorker. I'm a native New Yorker. If the Knicks had Donovan Mitchell, they they get past Miami the second round. My they dude. need somebody that's box office. I'm like, yo, I just want him to come out and be like, just say you want somebody with aura, bro. Just like I know what you're trying <laughs> just to just say, say you got a crush on Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, just say that. It's fine. It's cool. Teach their own. You know, everyone <laughs> marches to the beat of their own drum. <laughs> that's the beat. That's the beat that you march to. It's all good. Just say that the instead meat, of the meat that he marches to. The beat, the beat that he marches to. That's oh, I... wild. Jesus. Okay. Okay. The meat <laughs> is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I just think it's the whole thing is stupid. Like the Knicks have. I look. I'll say this as somebody who was like initially kind of like. I didn't like. First of all. I I think most people would be lying if they said this. Like, hand in the air, who, even if you supported this trade, if you were like, this fucking trade has to happen, what a good trade, as soon as you saw it, like, the details. Who was like, man, OG is going to just come in and we are now going to just own, like, we're going to win his minutes by, like, 75 every game. Who thought that? Raise your hand if you thought that. Because I sure shit didn't think that. I think most people, even the ones that supported this trade, wouldn't have thought this. Like, to this level is crazy. Um, and like, it's, you have to just give the front office credit. You got to give Tibbs credit for utilizing him and the way he's utilizing him. And I think you got to give credit to Brunson and Randall for like, yeah, like, do, do we need another guy that can seriously create shots? Yeah, for sure. But like the way they've benefited and like, not just benefited, but they are looking for OG now, right? They're playing off of him. I saw a tweet. I forgot who the fuck sent it. Uh, if somebody finds it or knows what it is, please let me know. Um, but it's basically like, yeah, like you can literally see Randall already trusts OG more after like less than a month than he did RJ Barrett after whatever what they played four and a half years together. Like, and that's true. You can visibly fucking see it on the floor. And not just does he trust him more, but you can also see OG understands where the space is that Randall's going to create and where he's looking to pass to. So their relationship is really, really good on the floor. And it's the same thing with DiVincenzo, right? Like these guys just have a good connection with, with, with Randall. And I think that is something you have to give credit to the front office for, because I would imagine that this is part of like what they envisioned as part of the benefit of trade or signing DiVincenzo. And in, in the case of OG, obviously training for him. Um, so yeah, like I just think that this roster has been, Really well assembled. Shout out to Stan Van Gundy, actually. Uh, in our last game on TNT, he was talking about, like, he gave us credit. Like, he gave, he was, like, talking about how good the front office has done with some of their signings, like Hartenstein and, and DiVincenzo and even Brunson, obviously. And, like, yeah, man, like, they've, I mean, that's three free agent signings in the last few years that are, if you don't want to say they're home runs, they're damn fucking close, considering the price point of each one. Yeah. Yeah. I just like going back to DiVincenzo, it kind of feels like he gives you the defensive baseline that um Bullock did with like the pull up shooting and the ability to like take those four point shots that 
Fournier did, and then Grimes, um, he gets like the trust that Grimes ever had, and it's just he's just been such a good fit for that lineup. Um, him and OG work really well off each other, switching between like guards and wings, and I don't see a world where they break up the starting lineup. So this Dejounte Murray finish that a lot of people have, like it's not fucking happening. The the caliber of player you would be willing to break this up for is just not going to be available at the deadline, and people need to get the fuck over that. Yep. Well, besides uh, that, what like where are you guys at on potentially shipping out Grimes? Like I know it all depends who we get traded for, but do you guys see somebody who you trade him for? I, think that- I won't trade Grimes for God. Keep keep my Instagram thirst trap hungry uh, shooting guard in in New York. Okay, I need like, light skins that aren't Josh Hart on the team. Yeah, we need we need his. We need we need his aura around this team right now uh, in these trying times where we've lost aura. Uh, so we need Grimes here. No, we seriously. Like, I, we talked about this before you got on, but like, I would be. I I, just, I don't. None of these guys you're talking about are guys that I care. Like you can get them without trading Grimes. And I'm sorry, like you've got like seven billion picks. They've been talking about these picks that we've had forever. Like this is why you keep the picks. Like. Because when you're good, I'd rather trade out the fucking picks than actual good players. And I still believe Quentin Grimes, I, I really believe this. I think after the trade deadline, if you keep him, he will he will immediately start playing better. Because I think right now he is all over the place. Still looking over his shoulder. Looking over his shoulder. I don't think he has confidence in himself. I don't think he has confidence that even if he does play well, that Tibbs is going to extend his minutes. I, I think he's a little he's probably paranoid, right? He lost his fucking starting spot. Like I get that. It happens with young players. Like he's, he's looking at Fournier over there, balding. He's like, no, he, yeah, he's, not be... <laughs> he's not. No, he's not. You can't look at Fournier because then you go blind. Just Fournier oh. on the bench there? <laughs> yeah, he was. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, I just saw Kaiden. I thought Kaiden took his spot. Yeah, I think Kaiden. <laughs> Kaiden should take his. Kaiden's probably better than him. No, Kaiden's Holy. definitely more athletic than than Evan is at this point. Uh, but yeah, like I just think no, keep keep them, keep keep the players we have. I, I'm not interested. You don't need to trade anybody on this roster to get if you want Bruce Brown cool go get him without giving up Grimes you want fucking Malcolm Brown cool go get him without giving up Grimes like I don't give a shit who you get you don't need to go Quentin Grimes and you shouldn't give Quentin Grimes to get any of these guys as far as I'm concerned um bro they they get they get Malcolm Brogdon and Gordon Hayward I'm gonna get nasty on the timeline I do not want Gordon Hayward on this I want Gordon Hayward the Long Island people will definitely love Gordon Hayward yeah I I, I mean I know that Gordon Hayward would be buyout but no you like that that is like Tibbs' brain will explode trying to figure out how to like get Gordon Hayward the necessary <laughs> minutes. Uh Walt Clyde Fraser, what's the next evolution of Brunson's hair? All-star or not? Dude needs to come to grips with his follicle future. Getting oh, getting cool. rid of that back here. Like oh. that that needs to yeah, be that needs to happen. You can't be an NBA star with back hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's a free it, it Shoulder hair for him too. Like like both of them shoulder. gotta go. Man, you gotta start waxing, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, the check is too big. Like, we know he's more than worth 25 million dollars, but he's still getting 25. Bro, Catalina Crunch, and you're out here, Harry. Like, like, bro, Iggy Azalea was on fucking court, was in courtside seats last year, and he just had like his shoulders hairy as shit. Like, come on, just <laughs> nothing but sweat, beard can't connect. Like, God, he you can tell he's a New York born guy because he looks like he's seen hard times, bro. That guy doesn't want to be an all-star starter. Just 
Like that man rides the fucking J train coming home from work and there's wow. just <laughs> okay, let's, let's Stray, strays to our viewers who take the J train. I <laughs> did Tyrese, are you fucking Evan Neal or some shit, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you, dude? Bro, the J train is pits, and I know it is. Yeah, the J train, the J sucks. J sucks. Uh Ace Richard Dante deserves more love. DDB's <laughs> Been probably the best one shooter the Knicks have ever seen. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's him or Brunson Steve right Novak. now. Give Steve Novak a run oh, for his money. Steve Novak, please. Yep. Give Steve Novak uh, a run for his money. Omar Yusuf. OG <laughs> learns to dribble with all five fingers on his hands. He's going to be all. He averages <laughs> one fall over per game, and it's always hilarious. Bro, he's falls <laughs> like slow motion, too. Bro, it's like, oh, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he just saying, but oh, oh, shit. Right then. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Connor Pearson word Tibbs will force Grimes out the door for Bruce Brown. LOL. I, look, I, I actually have seen people argue like we should trade Grimes because Tibbs isn't going to use him properly. And I'm like, this is where if I'm the front office, I'm just like, I like again, I don't, I don't care. I don't like, like if you if if Grimes is upset, like it's Quentin Grimes. Okay, we're not talking about some like fucking loose cannon dude who's gonna like go ape shit about like she's like what drama is quentin Grimes seriously gonna be creating what's he gonna do he's gonna be more You're aggressive and actually shot. start pulling shots yeah like it's just <laughs> stupid this is this is this should not i understand as a front office you have to cater to your coach and you have to consider what he wants and, and what he like what he looks wants his roster to look like i get all that you also have to like save a coach from himself sometimes and i'm not saying quentin grimes is gonna be some star but i do think that it's very easy to envision a scenario where like DiVincenzo gets hurt or Hart gets hurt or OG gets hurt. And you all of a sudden need a guy who you can throw on the wing and can give you extended minutes. Like these things happen all the time, right? Like this is why you need depth. The Knicks have maybe they've sacrificed a little bit of their depth to get OG. Um, Deuce has done a good job, obviously, but he's not quite quick. Obviously OG is much better than RJ. So like you went out, but you lost out a little bit. So you don't want to mortgage more. You don't want to just make a lateral move. It's kind of my point. Is you want to add something to this group, not detra- not just not just not detract further or not um, just kind of swap in one and take one. Like you want to add one. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I, I hope that they they don't move him because I think that would be a big mistake. Yeah, definitely. Walker <clears throat> um, Frazier. Because Brunson needs a sexy nickname. Only then will he get national recognition. Back here, Brunson. Stop. That's not sexy. This <laughs> is Brian Benjamin. Uh, again, thank you for the super chat. What's one thing you want OG to improve on? Um, not falling over when he dribbles. I mean, I would probably say it's like deciding, like, I guess, like, when to be aggressive when not to be aggressive i guess you could say like finding that balance because like there, like there's games like tonight where he goes like he takes 18 shots and then there's like other nights where like he's kind of invisible on offense so like i don't know just finding that right balance i guess would be and i don't know how you improve on that but i guess like maybe that's just like with time being on this team like he's still relatively new and he still kind of fit in like a glove but there probably is like some more like low-hanging fruit there with that, you know, finding that balance. I will also say that his self-creator reps have been getting a lot better every game. Like, his ability to, like, take one dribble to the basket 
his ability to like pull up in that 10 to 16 foot range has been really really good so like i think he is already improving um johnny bryant is working his magic like he legitimately has the ability to like get to his spot and finish through contact and like pull up and that's all he really needs to do for those bench minutes and if he's able to do that consistently then like he'll be better offensively which is good i think the one th- i mean I, I don't know how reasonable this is i don't know how much you can change this i mean he's what 26 so he's not like fully developed he maybe there's still some little bit of time for him to add stuff he when he drives he crouches so low he makes himself small um and i think that's why he blows some of these bunnies at the rim that you're like, wait, how did you fuck that up? Um, that like, if he could just kind of leverage his size better, I that would go a really long way. I agree with what with what Tyrese just said. I do think he's been better uh, in creating shots. Look, he's never going to be a dynamic shot creator, and like, I just think that if that's what people, what he gives you is almost like a bonus on that end. Aside from his spot ups, his transition work, all the his cuts, like those those are all going to be consistently there for him and those are always expected to be there for him. But all the creation stuff, like, if he gets better at that, cool, great. That's a fucking bonus. But you didn't trade for this guy for that shit, right? You traded for him for the things we knew he would bring to the table. And he hasn't just brought them to the table. He's now lifting, like, he's lifting everybody else around him because of what he is providing. And now all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, like, oh, this is what an all-NBA defender looks like an all be a wing defender looks like this is what he does next to a guy like Julius Randall next to a guy like Jalen Brunson. Um, and tonight, and like tonight he didn't even have fucking like, they didn't even have Hartenstein and, and our defense is still rocking out. Like this is the guy's playing out of his fucking mind right now. He's playing at a super high level. Game breaking defense. I haven't seen a Nick defend at this <laughs> level since I don't even know somebody in the fucking nineties. Sure, sure, wasn't Tyson fucking Chandler. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Tyson, Tyson random Chandler. Tyson Stray. <laughs> My man Rand- is in front of Coach in Dallas, and he was tearing up his neck. Random Tyson Stray. The, the first mistake you made is Tyson Chandler being referenced as my man. Get the fuck out of here. Pick better, pick better idols, Tyrese. Pick better people you respect. Jeez. What? Okay. All right. It's like Tyson Chandler spit on Schwinn's family or something. He fucking spit on everybody's family when he demanded touches in the middle of the Pacers series while he's getting fucking torched by the big he railed by Roy Hibbert. By Roy Hibbert. Tyson Chandler again, Schwinn. Yeah, yes. we are talking about Tyson Chandler again. Uh, <laughs> his deuce basically this from Nafi Mahuda his deuce basically becoming 2022-23 Grimes is the better handle better handle I, how Grimes has a better handle than him for sure does he? I don't know Grimes always looks like he's about to like piss himself when he has to put the ball on the floor they both look very weird handling well, okay, can we talk about one thing deuce to say that really annoyed me can we, do you guys know what it is what the fuck was that fast break thing he did he like steals the ball he's got oh, the whole yeah. fucking like Everything's in front of him. He, he got slowed scared down. Of what the hell was that? Why did he slow down? That was ridiculous. It was so he got crazy. Scared. Yeah, it was. But why? He slowed down. He made it fucking harder for himself. Uh, he did that a couple games ago, and he still was able to finish it, so it didn't matter. But um, yeah, look, I, I think Deuce's got better handles than Grimes. But like, don't you just want multiple of these guys? Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, even if you think that they're more or less the same 
if they're in the same family tree as a player. Mm-hmm. I think you want multiple, right? Like we saw this last year in the playoffs, right? Grimes couldn't hit a shot. Quickly couldn't hit a shot. Hart couldn't hit a three. Like, so you you're you're like, holy shit, where are we gonna get? See, it'd be nice to just have another option. And you have another option now. Deuce has clearly established that if nothing else, he can definitely shoot the ball from three, given more minutes, given consistent burn. Um and like we know Grimes has gotten hot from three and he did manage to hit a couple tonight. So like just keep your options. We don't need to trade either like any of these guys to get fucking Bruce Brown or Malcolm Brogdon or Jordan Clarkson. You can get those guys without giving them up. Do that. Um I mean, yeah, I mean, even with Grimes, like you it's 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 encouraging to see Grimes um score a lot of points like he did tonight. Um granted, you know, a lot of them were garbage time, but like it's good to see him score a lot without having to hit a bunch of threes. Um, my favorite play from Grimes tonight was um, that cut where Precious Achuam found him. Um, shout out to Precious for his best Isaiah Hartenstein impression right there. Um, but yeah, like plays like that, you know, they're encouraging to see seeing Grimes score in other ways other than just spot up threes and stuff like that. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, oh, someone. Not good, not good, not good. Um, Walker Frazier says Knicks keep rolling. Knicks might attract someone decent on the buyout market. Um, I don't know who. Like, I haven't really heard much about the buyout market except for like the Hornets players. Kyle Lowry's likely. coming to ring chase. Kyle Lowry and Gordon Hayward. Like, those Gordon are the Hayward. only names I've heard of on the on the buyout market. I don't know what other teams Kyle. are really going to be having guys that they. Kyle, Kyle Lowry going to be twerking the garden. <laughs> bruh, bruh! I encourage any Knicks fan. You know, you know what? Honestly, I'm we need to look sign... at Kyle Lowry's box score. Okay, we yeah, box scores. That's what you're gonna say, right? Yeah. Uh, that's that's definitely what you need to look oh. at, Kyle Lowry. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but like, no, we we need like, this. This is what needs to happen. He needs to get a buyout, and then we need to sign him because this this is why. Josh Hart will be so immature. <laughs> He'll be so immature. It'll be really good content. I think we need this, and I think our I think our post games will be a lot more fun as well. Why would that be? I'm not answering that question because you know exactly why. <laughs> what? Everybody knows why. Everybody knows. Everybody knows why. Kylo Quinn made a joke about Kyle Lowry's ass years ago. We all know. Everybody knows. It's there. It's very, very obvious. It's not going anywhere. I think I think Josh Hart's most out-of-pocket tweet wouldn't be about drinking breast milk if Kyle Lowry came here. <laughs> JL, you can't tell me Brunson, Lowry, and Deuce taking charge in the garden wouldn't be special. I mean, like, I don't... If you're just, like, bring Kyle Lowry, and if he comes in understanding, like, you are Deuce. Situational. Like, you're the Deuce guy. Like, you're the Deuce... Like, you get the Deuce minutes, which is basically, like... like you get to play. situational. Yeah. No, you get to play 12 minutes a night. That's what you do. And maybe when, when Brunson is, like, you know, if he's in foul trouble, we're going to extend you. But, like, if he is cool with that, if he accepts that he is now in the ring chaser uh, portion of his career. That's good. I will say this. I will say this. He didn't, he looked similarly washed last year in the regular season. And then in the playoffs, he looked a lot better. Well, Pat Riley sacrificed probably like three distant cousins to get that performance out of him. So all, all I am saying is that is Le- does Leon Rose have some family members he's willing to part with? Hopefully. <laughs> uh, but like, no, the, like I really mean, it's like, there's a chance that he's just like, like, these guys, especially when they get older, right? Like they understand, like, like Kyle Lowry knows he's not what he was, and so he probably is trying to like kind of 
pace himself through regular season. If you if he gets if he's on a buyout, I don't see the issue with that. I really don't. On like, but you've got to understand like, and this is the thing that teams don't do all the time. There's got to be an understanding of just like, if it doesn't work, this is supposed to be a low risk signing, right? So that means if you sign him and he comes in and he fucking sucks, you don't keep putting him out there. You like, you have to understand like. Well, Dibs likes banging his head into the wall multiple times, so. Well, at least he likes banging something, uh, but like, <laughs> like, but like, you, you, that's what it needs to be. It, it can't be a, a thing where you're worried about like where he comes in and, you know, it, it's got to be a quick plug or you know, pull the plug if it doesn't work. That that's got to be that. Yeah. Um, this from from oh my fault. I was gonna put this up from Neo. Yeah. Um, I don't really care if he goes to too many other teams, like. You will care if he goes to Milwaukee. I promise you. That's like the, I don't even think they could sign him. Are they the? Are they in that? Yeah, that, yeah. That deeper thing, was, yeah. The team that came to mind for me was Philly, and I don't. Philly think can't they, sign him. Philly can't sign him either. Okay, I, I knew. Yeah, a lot of those top end teams can't sign him due to just like a lot of the top teams can't sign buyout guys just to due to the apron shit. Philly's over the first apron. Wait. Oh no. Wait. No, Philly. I can. think they still. I think this. Philly they? should be fine. Philly should be fine. Pretty sure Philly's fine. Boston can't, uh, but the, Boston won't anyway. That's I mean I don't know. Maybe they. I I saw Porzingis got hurt. But I guess he came back to the bench later, so he's probably fine. Our good friend Bam Adebayo, who has injured countless Knicks, injured yet another former Nick. Bam, it's <laughs> just, just a big loves- <laughs> Yeah, what a clumsy guy. What a klutz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think. I, I I don't think the like the Lowry thing is it's like JL said uh this is what JL says. Lowry's also been overextended this year. He's played like 30 minutes a game. Um he's like 15 to 20 minutes. He also says he's like a 15 to 20 minutes of the stage. I agree. I agree because I remember at the start of this year, like they were starting him, right? He was starting, and it was just like, dude, what? <laughs> like, did you guys not remember? Like, do you know what worked last year? It was not that. That was not the thing that worked. Uh, I agree. So, but if he's, he's got to be okay with that role. So like, if he's not okay with that role, then don't do it. Um, but like, hopefully you would assume, I think Josh Hart and him are boys. Obviously they've got the Villanova connection. So I'm sure that they talk, um, him and Brunson and all these guys, like some, in some capacity. Um, yeah, you would hope that they would be able to at least, you know, he's going to get bought out and have that conversation other than him though. It's like, him and Hayward, and that's I haven't heard about anybody else on the bio. Yeah, literally, because like every other team is like being like really like either picky or dumb with their situation. Like the Nets are very stupid with their situation; they don't want to sell the Hawks. I don't know. I don't think there's anybody on the Hawks that's going to be bought out. Maybe Wesley Matthews gets bought out, but like who the fuck wants Wesley Matthews or some shit? Like you know, it's like weird situations like those. Like the Hornets are like the only team that like seems to be fully aware of their situation and like knows what direction they really want to go in. <clears throat> I mean, it's also kind of hard to find a trade partner for Gordon Hayward, right? Like, his contract is massive. And I think he's around, like, $33 million a year, right? It, obviously, it's the last season, but nobody really has salary to match that without, you know, sending off real rotation players. So Yeah, and no one wants to do that for Gordon Hayward. Like, they'd rather just buy low on yeah. a buyout, so. Yeah, yeah. Gordon, Hayward's not, Gordon Hayward's not getting traded. <laughs> yeah. Like they've been trying to trade this fucking guy for 
God knows how. This is like they're Evan Fournier, right? Like <laughs> they don't, they they're, they're but they're not going to trade picks to like you know what I mean. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. The only way they could trade him is if a team's just like we need to get off these contracts, so let's dump an asset to get a, like to get this Hayward deal. I don't even know who that fuck that would be at this point because Miami basically solved most of their issue with the cap with this Rozier trade. They have to dump a little bit more salary. I think they have to dump like 1.6, 1.7 million to duck underneath the uh, the first tax apron, which is probably what they want to do. I wouldn't be surprised if they even try and duck the tax altogether, but that'll be a little harder. Um, but yeah, like I, I think it's just it's hard to see him getting traded. He's been on the market for a while. Nobody's bit. So um, those are the only two I can think of, though. Yeah, like, like Sam said, like there's all these teams that are actually trying to be good. Um, I mean, like, is Washington going to buy anybody out? Probably not. They should trade Tyus Jones. I mean, they should do that. I don't know if they will, but they should. Shwena, I know you don't love Gordon Hayward here because of who our coach is, but, like, I just – I forgot if, if it was Jeff and Sam. I think it was Jeff and Sam who I brought this up to. Like, a lineup of, like, Brunson, OG, Hayward, Randall, Hartenstein, like, I don't know. I think, I think that's a crazy lineup. Uh, I would love Gordon Hayward here on a buyout if I trusted Tibbs to like manage a rotation and keep guys happy. But like if you bring him in, I don't know. Someone's I, I getting just, out of the rotation. That's well, it's like at, and and also, also like, if you bring him in and you trade for somebody, that's adding two guys. I don't know. That just seems like who's who's out of the rotation? Grimes and Deuce? Like it's just yep. Deuce. And then you run 10 until the playoffs and then tough decisions have got to be made. Tibbs running a 10 man. Tibbs just figured out a nine-man rotation. Let's not. <laughs> yeah, let's not. <laughs> he, he ran a ten-man rotation here for fucking how long? Four years. Yeah, and it was bad. Well, his first year was good, but yeah, I mean that's because our bet. Our, that's because he started Alfred Payton, so it was like, like he had to have a nine-man rotation. I don't trust Tibbs with like an important Aryan, and I don't want him <laughs> in the situation where he's gonna be like, oh, gotta play Gordon Hayward. Oh. Stan Island needs me. Uh, like <laughs> Long Island needs him. <laughs> I, I, I'm skeptical about that. Uh, Bridgeport, like no. I tell you what, I, I was in, uh, I was on campus in Long Island, and I was talking about it with some of my friends and a professor actually, and I was like, I kind of want Gordon Hayward, and they were all like, Oh yeah, oh, that would be massive. <laughs> I'm like, okay, he's one of the good ones. He's one of the <laughs> no, he's, he's not. I'll stop right there. He's not. <laughs> so that, was just, this, that doesn't apply to him. How was this? Uh, how was this KKK rally you attended? Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Jason Aravalo. I thought that's what he was supposed to be in Miami. I think this is about Lowry. I mean, I, that's what I thought too. I thought, but I guess because they let Vincent go, they needed somebody to start a point, and then. Hero got hurt too, right? So mm. they were kind of in this position where it's like they almost had to start in. But yeah, I mean, they they definitely fucked that up. Um, I do think the the dumbest thing for him to do, like, and I kind of hope it happens, is getting a buyout and then signing with the Bulls because they want to like have him and DeRozan together. I think that'd be really funny, especially if the Bulls don't like if they don't trade DeRozan and they end up extending him. Everything about that would be awesome. Toronto fans would love that. By the way, if I were the Bulls. If I were the Bulls, I would call up Charlotte and be like, give us Lowry and Hayward's expiring contract for Zach Levine. Oh. That's what I would do. Hmm. And if I was the Hornets, I would bang the phone on that shit. 
<laughs> like, like honestly. I mean, I would not want Levine. I'm just saying, I think the Hornets might be like, oh, it's a buy low. We get him for nothing. This is great. And we get to sell some five extra tickets, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is correct, by the way. Gordon Hayward does play basketball the white way. Yes. <laughs> he does play basketball the white way. Right. I, mean, I, I, I do like his game. I just And I still think he has some game. You have to manage his minutes. I just don't trust him at all. That's the problem. He's a very, very fundamental player. You know, lunch pail guy. Yeah, <laughs> kind of guy you want to have your daughter bring home. You know, yeah. first you can't one in. Athletic. He's too hurt. First, first in, last one out. Yeah, Coach's son always... mentality, right? <laughs> he always, you know, he's always punching his card in. Uh, Nathan Mahuda says, "Ot, how valuable is the Bucks second round pick? Do we have a Bucks second round pick? Well, we, the, he round corrected pick. it to Portland, who who we do have. Oh, Portland second round pick. We have a Portland second round pick. No, we have the Jazz second round pick." Yeah, we have the Jazz second round pick. Oh, Milwaukee has the Portland second round pick. That's what it is. Uh, I mean, probably pretty valuable. Like, that's going to be, what, the 35th pick or something? Yeah. Not bad yet. And I know this draft, everybody's assuming it's going to suck, but 35th Every time they say that. Yeah. And 35th pick is generally a range where you can, like, still find guys. Like, especially the Knicks. That's also the range where you can, like, package another pick down the road. Like, you know, you give like that pick and two other second round bullshit picks, and then you get like the thirtieth pick or some, you know, some shit like that, and then you pull a rabbit out of your hat. Well, I think I think for the Bucks, they would want to trade it, like because I saw uh, Jake Fisher had this in his piece, right? It was like the Knicks using the Detroit second as like a it's such a valuable pick because it's like early in the second round, and you have an extra like it's more beneficial for teams contractually. Um, I mean, it's a decent asset for Milwaukee. I don't know that they're going to be able to find whatever the fuck it is that they need to find. Um, They're not finding a plus defender. What if, what if I told you we have Brooklyn second round pick next year? Do we really? Oh, yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, that was shit. A good that's fucking, that's awesome. How did we get that? that was uh, we got it great. in the uh, Cam Reddish. Yes. yes. Yeah. One good yeah. thing to come out of that thing. The, and well, that was the Cam Reddish trade where we, like, where we got him. Not when we sent him out, when we got him. Yeah, the one good thing that came out of it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 100% word. A lineup with Hayward, DiVincenzo, and iHeart would allow Tibbs to die happy. That allow Long Island to die happy, too. Yes, Yes, it would. Yeah, Yeah, Connor is talking my dad's language right now. (laughs) (laughs) You're wild. Three white guys on the Knicks on the court at the same time. That would, Dude, that would absolutely. He, he would minds. have an out of body experience. <laughs> <laughs> Just get Malcolm Brogdon in there. <laughs> That's a whole cabinet, bro. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's Talk. the Republican primary right there. <laughs> um, what else we got here? Wow, we've kind of speed ran through these comments. Um, but yeah, Jordan Bud brings up since acquiring OG and Nobi, the Knicks have cost teams to score 14.1 points less per game, except the best defensive rating in the NBA since his debut at 104.6. Um, and I, I forgot, I think it was um Benji who tweeted out like he obviously knew of um, of um, OG's defensive impact, but like. I think Schwinn Schwin mentioned it earlier too as well. Like we didn't know like to this degree 
it would be like this. And, you know, of course, Raptors fans have been tweeting on the timeline. We told you so. We told you so. It's like, well. Yeah, but you when, tell us everything. You tell us. You, what you tell us every player is really good. <laughs> so, like, how are we supposed to distinguish between when it's hyperbole and when it's actual factual, you know, stuff? Yeah, I was like, Balakai Flynn. Oh, my God. Better than quickly. Shut the fuck up. That was hilarious <laughs> times. All right, th- this is this is the second um dad mention of the, of the stream, but like I was watching the game with him, and Malachi Flynn had that Euro step and then in the fourth quarter, and he was like, "They should play that guy more." I was like, "No, shut the fuck up." Like, <laughs> no, about they, should do. they should actually never play him. That's the takeaway from this game. We need we need to get him off the roster before his dad starts posting clips. That's what we need to do. Oh, the Nets, the Nets are a hilarious basketball team. So then that was I actually forgot. They lost. Mikael Bridges missed clutch free throws again. Did he really? I, I think oh, it was three to five. Did he, did he miss a pair? Of it says yeah. With two and a half left, he missed both free throws, and if he made both, he would have tied the game. So, ah, that's tough. That's tough. He Brick probably Muse, missed a second. Brick Muse has it up. So, oh, let's go. Not mm. a good sign. Not a good sign. <laughs> 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 oh man alright let's see what other comments we have here before we probably get out of here um, who's our next game um, Miami on Saturday yes uh, this is yeah. next tape Nick's fourth quarter net rating up to 10 point plus 10.8 after tonight uh, yeah they're crushing teams and it's funny that it went up tonight because this is extended garbage time so the fact that the Knicks you know I was I wasn't I definitely wasn't nervous but in the back of my head I was like I could totally see them cutting this to like 25 and Tibbs is like, like, oh gee, like just get back out there. Just they bought themselves a nice nice rest today. So that was good. And yeah, we play the we play Miami on, on Saturday. They're, uh that's at 3 p.m. Got a chance, man. We got a chance to really put some separation between us and them. I mean, okay. fuck that, bro. I want, I want like two, the two or the three seed, bro. Fuck that. I mean, yes, but I think the most important thing is just to guarantee that we're at least in the top five. I think that's possible for sure. Uh, Cleveland is still winning games. I know that their schedule has been very easy up to this point, but um, they've capitalized on it. They will get Mobley and Garland back at some point. We'll see if that's actually a good thing. I'm not sure. Um, But yeah, (laughs) Omar Yusuf Jokic looks fatter this year, by the way. All right. Uh, he also adds missing free throws late in games must be a Villanova thing. Yeah, Brunson, man, weird stuff with the free throw line at the end of games. It's so weird because like he'll be money for most of the game, and then fourth quarter comes and it's like, uh oh. He's fine from the field too. He shoots fine. I mean, his his end to that Nets game was just bizarre in general. It's very very odd to see him miss some of the shots he missed in the, at, the, at the end of that game. Are you saying the lights are too bright for him? Yeah, I am supporting Candace Parker. You got me. Correct. <laughs> Which we have not addressed and, and I, I don't know. If and we... actually if you if you don't if you don't think the light's too bright for him, then maybe you're a misogynist. <laughs> I, I my favorite part about all the discourses, of course, all the um all the pundits and, and, and all the tweeters out there bringing up Candace Parker's stats is some sort of validation for being I'm wrong. Gonna... I'm gonna start doing that. Like next day, if somebody's like, "Man, Isaiah Thomas is a terrible GM," I'm just gonna bring up. I'm gonna like, 
Hall of Famer, <laughs> Hall of Famer, two time finals, finals MVP. Yeah. Every time Sam criticizes, he's gonna pull out his parlays. All right, <laughs> his parlay greatest hits, his his parlays and his wedding ring. Oh my god. <laughs> I hadn't mentioned the entire stream. I thought we were going to let's go. <laughs> we oh, love man. loving the Strickland. Uh, yes. This is. Uh, did you just try to put that up also, Shwin? No, I just put it up. Candace, uh, Caterpillar, Ward, Candace Parker makes Becky Hammond's comments look normal. I just like you know what though. I will say this whole misogyny thing started. It started on like Christmas Day. Do you guys remember this? Where for some reason during that game, there are like thousands of people that decided to tweet about like Knicks fans are just sensitive because Becky Hammond said the truth. I'm like, what truth did she say? Like she just fucking said Brunton's too short to be good, and then she was like, and then she listed all the short guys who have done it. And it was like, well, they're the exception. I'm like, so it's fucking possible, is what you're saying. Like, I, like that's like, I, I didn't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if people understand this. Like, you can't be like, well, this thing isn't possible, and then be like, well, actually, except for those guys, but they don't count because that's the exception. You know, once upon a time, not so long ago, back around 2015, there was this thing that was happening on NBA Twitter where people were like, oh, centers are dead. Centers don't matter anymore. They're running backs. Like they're running backs. They don't matter. You don't need a real center. All you need is wings, 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 wings. Uh, and guess what? No, that's not how it worked out. Uh, like, this is stupid. Point guards matter. Short guy, short people can be best players on basketball teams. Like, this this entire line of logic is dumb. Becky Hammond's comments were more normal than Candace's. But ultimately, just as stupid. Um, Candace Parker's comments were embarrassing. And even more embarrassing was her and the basically the WNBA account today and last night. Like was that last night? Was she like whatever? So her be- that, basically being like, yeah, she her saying that like she deflected from her own comment by saying, "I'm a Bears fan," which had nothing to do. Like nobody got mad at you. I mean, I mean yeah, maybe there were people that got mad at her for criticizing the Knicks, but the majority of people were criticizing you because you fucking said something that was wrong. Like you said factually was, wrong. Yeah, factually incorrect. And then your pivot was to then like gaslight fans, and then the WNBA and was it. Also, the LA Sparks official Twitter also that like got on this act of like, like just Jason. posting her fucking stats, and it was just like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Honestly. And then a whole bunch of WNBA fans also have been posting her, her stats and Josh Hart's stats and saying, you know, hey, the, you know, I, the funniest thing is Josh Hart and like Brunson both they go to like W they like always talk like they tweet about talk highly WNBA. of the WNBA. They, so they like for tweet about watching games, like while they're watching games, they tweet about shit all the time. So, and for WNBA to reporters to like just take this opportunity to just shit on them because Candace Parker said something factually wrong. Like, I mean, hey, this is this is the thing I talk. This is the thing that people talk about all the time. Accountability scares a certain group of people. It scares them deeply, no matter and, what the and, situation is. And it's actually it's honestly insulting to Candace Parker to act like she needs this like protection. Yeah, like she's a fucking. Like she's a she's, great basketball player. She's actually she's generally like a pretty good analyst. Like I generally think she's a good analyst. She was just fucking wrong on this one, and instead of owning it, she fucking deflected and made some some bullshit fucking reasoning. But like, if you can't call that out, then what the fuck? Like what, what then? Then she shouldn't have her job. Like that's what it means. Like if you can't call that out, then why the fuck? Like we call out Chuck, we call out Kenny Smith, we call out fucking Gilbert Arenas and his yeah. crackhead theories. Yeah. 
Stephen A. Smith, like all these fucking idiots, man. We call them out. Like it's all, like if anything, I think it's like a sign of respect to her that we are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because like, we expect higher of, of her. It'd be, it'd be weird if you we were like, oh, what the hell's thing is that, by the way? Yeah, oh, it's okay. Sorry, like sorry. I understand. <laughs> like it's it's not a problem. Um, like it's just stupid. Yeah, it, it's very very dumb. Yeah, and she tried to say like, um, can you win with Kyler Murray at quarterback? It's like, shut the fuck up, man. She's trying to make like, jokes and shit. It's like, no, like, we're not here to laugh at you. She put like ten laughing emojis, and I was like, Wait, who, who said that? Candace Parker. Candace Parker. After the whole like, after she tweeted out the Jalen Brunson stuff, she. I mean, tweeted but out, like, I, I think like, maybe you can. I mean, the fucking Seahawks won with Russell Wilson's midget ass at quarterback. <laughs> So, no, but like, like, fuck the actual question. Like, <laughs> that tweet was so ridiculously shameless because now she was trying to make it like not not a small NBA player thing. She was trying to make it a small athlete thing, or at least that's how it seemed to me. And it's like, well, she's also like, like I think Kyler Murray's fine and he could be really good, but he's not in the same class in his sport as Brunson is in his. So it's kind of like, a he's, not in the, he's not in the lab like Brunson is for his. Sport. Yeah. Yeah. It's just different. It's a totally different thing. It's like, yeah, it's not a comparison. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I think it's kind of like, I honestly, it's kind of crazy that the, the NBA effectively is allowing an official, like account of the league to gaslight Knicks fans. <laughs> like that's wild. Honestly. Insane. Uh, Nick's tape has a question for you, Sam. I did not go on a honeymoon. That's not why I was absent. <laughs> Just make sure I get my invitation for the wedding, man. All right. I seem to, I seem to have missed it. <laughs> I, it's kind of boring talking about this team because there's nothing to talk about half the time. It's just like, oh yeah, they're really good. They need to, they should probably get on their ball handler. And then we'll be popping champagne. Well, this is interesting. Three point shootout between Steph and Sabrina at All Star Weekend. Oh, all right. Yeah, let's do it. Bring some more eyes on the WNBA, as if they needed some I mean, more help after this week. Have you guys ever heard that story about uh, Sabrina's dad being an Uber driver? And then no. like, no, no. Okay, so. So her dad was an Uber driver. Somebody gets in the Uber, whatever. Um, they pass by MSG, and he's like, "My daughter's gonna play here." And the person who was in the Uber was like, "Oh, is your daughter like some type of, I don't know, theater performer or some some shit like that?" And he's like, "No, my daughter plays basketball, like for for the Liberty." And then, uh, yeah, pretty <laughs> like it was just one of those things where it's like, oh, fucking. People in, like well, don't watch the WNBA that much. Oh shit! Well, funny enough, he was wrong because she does not play at Madison Square Garden, right? Doesn't she well, play at Barclays? It, it was, it was. I, I might be <laughs> messing up the story, but like, it was, it was something like okay. So actually, what it was, um, that guy gave her a card. Yeah, the guy gave her his business card, and she kept it all these years. And then she was watching Sabrina play. And she recognized the last name, and then she was like, "Oh shit, I was in the Uber with Sabrina Ionescu's dad." So that was—I don't know—I thought it was a cool story, but it is a cool story. But, I just made it. Thank you, bro. appreciate that. Yeah, uh, this is from Larry Israel. He posted this on Twitter. Now he's posting in the comments. 
Dame, well, I read the Twitter comment because uh, it's funnier. Brunson got double screwed. Dame double dipped on the fan vote. Dame fourth with players, fifth with media, and third with fans. Brunson third with players, second with media, and fifth with fans. Weighted average three point seven each, three point seven five each. But Brunson's total is ten, and Dame twelve. That's not a tie. Um, it's it's how they probably do. Like you got to do the math with the because uh, the fan vote counts double, right? It's fifty percent. I think it's fifty. Yeah. yeah. And then the it's, players and media are twenty five percent. Look, he it doesn't really matter to me because he's going to get picked. But it's just stupid to me that Dame got the starting nine anyway. Like it's just dumb. I, I don't get that at all. Brunson and Mitchell were clearly more deserving than him, pretty obviously. Honestly, how long has it been since we had two All Stars in the All Star game? Uh, it might have been, yeah, it was Carmelo and Schwinn's boy. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> That's why Schwinn made that face <laughs> after he said 2013. He was like, oh. Fake all-star. <laughs> Want to be all-star? You got a you D-Lo all-star. You got an Oladipo all-star? You got a DeJounte all-star. No, Oladipo was, he was an actual all-star that year. Like, he was actually yeah, true, true, true. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. D-Lo and DeJounte got the, like, oh, actually. Charity. LeBron didn't, LeBron didn't want to show up. Do you want to play this year? <laughs> Can you show up? Oh, man. Larry Israel says, right? Weighted average is 3.75, but the tiebreaker should have been the total is my point. I mean, look. I'm with the you. I mean, stupid. The, 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 the tiebreaker should have been who the fuck is a better player. How about that? Like, this year. Um, yeah, Connor Pearson. Where Dame was the only real bad starter pick of the 10. That's what makes it work. I agree. Everybody else made sense, right? I mean, we did. Who was the starting front court for the West? Was it LeBron, KD, and Jokic? Yeah, and some people are some people are saying AD should have been there, and some people are like, "Hey, LeBron took his spot," and it's like, "Well, yeah." Look, the Lakers don't need two starters. There's that'd be crazy if they got two starters. Yeah, and like at the end of I think the day, people are saying like, that I think people are saying that AD should have took LeBron's spot in the starting lineup, or some people are at least arguing that. I mean, probably, but like this is the thing: LeBron was always going to crush the fan vote. Um, <laughs> And if the fan was 50%, he's always going to start. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. It's fine. It's not like he's been bad, right? He's clearly a deserving all-star. Um, but he's just not. shouldn't be starting. Yeah. Kawhi, Larry Israel. Kawhi instead of LeBron in my book, not AD. Yeah, I think Kawhi should have started. I think it's crazy the Clippers don't have a starter, to be honest. Considering how yeah, they've been it. killing it this year. Yeah. I, I, at least it's not fucking fat-ass Harden. I'll take that any day of the week. <laughs> Oh man, I hate that burger. Dude had twenty points in the first half. They finished with fucking twenty three points. What a fucking loser! Yeah, it's over. Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Should have cashed out at halftime, man. Nah, I placed the bet at I placed the bet at halftime. He had twenty at half, and he fucking finished with twenty three. Like, what kind of bum does that? Sam, are we doing a a little Warriors Kings? No, nah, I'm taking a break today. And who knows what this game is going to turn into? His wife told him to. No. no. <laughs> we need to say we need to put money away for the kids. <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they're going off to college. I, I I just do not trust this NBA slate today. I do not care how close this game has been through two two we, we through two quarters. Because what you call it, a lot of these games like they'll start off really hot, and in the second half, these teams will score like 20 points in each quarter. Yeah. Um, NBA has been ass lately. 
We can. We should close with this. Let's, let's close with this. Let's close with this. I will say, Ace Bouchard said betting on Harden is a new low. I agree. Uh, also, say, Connor Pearson Ward, Sam, you can't complain about parlays since you hit that plus twenty three thousand bet. It's been Back. almost two weeks since then. Shut up. Money dries up fast in this world. What are you yeah. doing with the money? What are you like fucking Agreed. buying your kids crack? What? <laughs> Dog, what? Why would you went there instead of just saying buying himself crack? Yeah. Well, it's or like a... I don't know, buying my girlfriend stuff. Like no, that, that, that's always right. that. That's not funny. Like, that's like crack. Like crack. And also your wife. Not crack. Your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Next tape. Steph ten points in the second half. I'm assuming this is plus ten plus points. Yeah, that that's fine. Decent. Um, decent one. Until, uh, unless I, he decides to go into pass first mode. I, I think we can close with this though, right? All right. Uh, yeah. JL. Will both Randall and Brunson get in? I don't know. Um, let me let me take a look at the standings real quick, just because like I think the standings will kind of verify my beliefs on well, this. Well, the Sixers will get two, right? Maxi will get in. The Celtics will get two because Jalen Brown. One of the, somebody else will get in. They'll get one yes. more. Here. Hopefully, it's not bald ass Derek White. But Cavs will not get one more. They shouldn't. Miami they will get. Miami will probably. I I wouldn't. I think Miami will get two. I feel like Bam and Jimmy will always just get in. I Jimmy didn't make it last year, and Jimmy hasn't played any games, and That's they're true. bad this year. Well, they're like, worse. I, it's not jinx it, right? Okay, true, but like, <laughs> does, I think does like Bam like, done enough? Does Paolo get in? No, I, I think bad. one of them gets in, but like, I don't you think both of them can't do. Pick Paolo over Randall. Yeah, you can't pick Bam over Randall, really. Yes, you can. I so I I think you're right based on this year, but I also think Bam will get like well, it'll, he'll get like the Miami has to have one guy. Yeah, I mean they said that on TNT literally the other day. Like, well, Miami needs one guy in there. Well, will, will Trey get in? Hmm. No, he can't be the tenth seed. I mean, I think Trey should get in. If you're looking he's like, good, but like he suffers from being on a bad team. And coaches hate him. The players hate him. Because so. he was second, he was second in man vote, and he wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, they're not they're not voting him in. And and in the bottom three teams, you have nobody from Charlotte, Washington, Detroit. So like, that takes him out. Maybe Scotty Barnes gets in. Maybe Mikael gets in. I don't think Mikael no. gets in. Actually. No, Mikael won't get in. I don't. I don't understand the Barnes thing. Like, I get that he's played well. They're not a good team. Like, I'm sorry. Like. And it's not like he's some, you know, like Carmelo got in when he was on shitty Knicks teams because it was like he had that built up kind of like respect. Yeah. We knew what he was. Yeah. Yeah. Scotty Barnes has not done anything like that. So I I just, I I don't think Barnes will get in. I think if you're asked, like, I think right now it'll be Brunson, Randall, Brown, um, Donovan, Maxie, and then it'll be like, Paolo and Bam. That's kind of where I'm going. I don't. I can't see Randall missing it because this is like the case is too big, and they're going to be fourth in the East. It's kind of hard to ignore the fact that like that he has the record and the stats. Jail having some on All Star push. We used to be a proper league. <laughs> Dude, the fact that Windhorse voted him in. And was like, oh yeah, Jared Allen just been having a really good two months. Like, are you kidding? One of, I just honestly, every time I see just stuff like that, all I just want to do is like 
reply with the Mark Jackson meme. What happened to the game I love? That's the, <laughs> like that shit. Is just every time I see that, I just laugh. It's so funny because I can I can just hear Mark Jackson saying it. Dude, I'm sorry. If you think Scotty Barnes or Jared Allen are all star, you're just being a, a stats nerd. Like Israel has Matthew Jared Brown, Allen Mitchell. for sure is not an all star, but like no, Scotty not. Barnes, I don't know. No. He might be the last team i i i think this is i think this is maxi brown mitchell bam paolo randall and jb who would paolo who would paolo is there anybody that you'd put over paolo porzingis that is- that's like the only case where you'd be like okay well maybe the celtics need three that's the would only way but the I- no Get the fuck out of here! Stop it! <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just bringing I'm bringing up names. I'm not saying I would what fucking if, want to be in the game. What, what if What if they put Kobe White in, bro? Oh, I thought you were gonna say something else. <laughs> Io, no, fuck that guy. Um, no, I yeah, I don't I don't really see anything else. Like I don't know, it's tough for me to like look at that. The Pacers won't get to obviously. Yeah, see, I come not even close to this. Yeah. We need um. is a little too late. We need somebody to get injured, and then for Dejounte Murray <laughs> to be the replacement. What? <laughs> Dejounte Murray is being traded for the All Star game, so he, he won't be in our conference. He's also bad. So like, Shwin, Shwin, I, I see, I see the light for you. Dejounte to the Lakers, injury replacement All Star. LeBron loses in the first round. You got a whole lot of ammo there. This guy yes. had two all stars and he couldn't do shit. I I don't I don't I really don't like bother doing the LeBron. I I think the LeBron stuff, the slanderous, it's just a waste of time. The guy's like, wait, what am I? Oh my god, he's he can't get it done at age fucking fifty eight or forty five. Yeah, like who cares? Dude? The guy's done enough. I think nothing. It only like the only thing him and guys like Steph like these guys can only enhance their legacy at this point. Nothing they do actually hurts their legacy. Yeah. Unless you're a fucking massive loser that thinks like that. Um, like a teenager J- on Twitter, you mean? Yeah, right. Uh, JL, Randall put up efficiency numbers we haven't seen since like 1950, the first seven games. And he still lapped Paolo in true shooting percentage. Yeah, Paolo's... Paolo and Jordan Clarkson are the guys who's like, when I watch them, I'm like, man, he's really cooking tonight. And I'll go look at their fucking basketball reference page and I'm like, does this guy actually ever cook? Like, what? What? Like, do I only catch him on the nights where he shoots well or something? It's crazy. <laughs> like Jordan Clarkson. Every time I look at his numbers, I'm just like, wait, what? Like, wh- this doesn't even make sense. Why? Why do you make no shots? Apparently, we need that type of player on this team, though. He brings that irrational confidence that we kind of need. That kind of drunken basketballness. Little little aura. Little aura. We I, I, like I tweeted the other day. We need that like J.R. Smith type of guy who takes those like ill-advised shots. That's gonna drive Thibs a little nuts sometimes. But you know, I think you just want somebody who can give you really good parlay odds, and that's a problem. That is <laughs> not where I'm coming from at all. <laughs> I, think I think that's you're just That should be encouraged. Have you seen Sam? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, I don't want to hear about like, well, your team sucks because the reason why he's in the, in the conversation is because his team has been eighth. It's really funny that he, I know he meant Paolo, but he said in Palio's defense, Palio's mm-hmm. name of a restaurant. Palio D. Um, it's also a horse race in Italy. 
yeah, Suggs is your best shooter is gross. Yeah, I mean, Suggs actually, what is, is he shooting so, is he still shooting 40%? I think. Probably, probably like 37, 38. Yeah, he's, he's the only guy that's like shooting, right? Cole Anthony is really falling off after a good Caleb Houston is the other better, other good shooter. Is, is Jet, is what's the name? Jet, Jet Howard? Howard? Is he, no. Is he no. just G League right now? Is he just getting yeah. G League? Yeah. They haven't reached that level of injury desperation yet. Doesn't doesn't Goga, Goga and Wendell Carter both fake shoot though, right? No, Wendell Carter is a real shooter. Goga doesn't shoot at all. Oh, yeah. Wendell is a good shooter now, like an actual good shooter now. Yeah, he's shooting. I mean, doesn't it's small sample size, but he's been like forty four percent on the season. Yeah, yeah. Goga was like he was a shooter. I guess now he just gave up on that. That sucks. Yeah, and like Indiana, yeah. he used to shoot a little bit more, but. Rick Carlisle must have made him, and he got to Orlando, and Jamal Mosley's like, all right, no threes for you, buddy. <laughs> None. If we, we don't stab head assists for our point guard over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. We got yeah. Miami. Sorry, I was going to say, like, yeah, I, I think Randall makes it because the front court is just atrocious. Like, I can't think of three front court guys who deserve it over Randall. Like, Brown's it again in, but, like, otherwise, like, there's no argument. Yeah. I agree. Next two All-Stars for the first time in 11 years. Wow. And thank God we don't have to bring up the last time anymore after they get it. You <laughs> 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 should really hate to talk about Tyson Chandler. Let's just slander him. We're erasing him from the, from the history books. The, there's a reason why I don't bring up Tyson Chandler just when it the cut is very, is very the cut is very deep for him. I know how real it is. I respect, <laughs> so I respect, his, I respect his privacy during this time. But that's like such the most random like beef ever, man. <laughs> it's like it's like Tyson Chandler and uh, I don't know. Maybe that's Tyler like if Bass. someone. That's... <laughs> oh man, bro! I, I don't even know what's like what to compare it to like it's like if like someone was beefing with like i don't even know it's like it's like if you like if, it's like if khan hated like david deal or something fuck <laughs> 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 that guy i hate him all right, all right. Well, nah, dude, weird. <laughs> nah, bro like you want me, i'll give you somebody right now kevin zeitler Kevin's like, wow. got got him in the trade. Got him in the trade. Fucking came here. Oh, he was terrible for you, right? No, he was. He wasn't. Ter- he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't good. And then we fucking cut him, and he goes to Baltimore, and he's fucking all pro again. Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, because we can't coach an offensive line for to save our fucking lives. Isn't he gone though? Isn't your offensive line coach gone? Well, we got a yeah, new one. We got a new one. Oh, Bobby you Jackson, see, right? Schwinn obviously watched my my recap of the hiring that was posted on on Strickland Media's. Thank you, Schwinn. I was on the train at that time, so I couldn't. <laughs> couldn't. It was a fucking Wisconsin lineman. Like, why did we think this wasn't gonna work, dude? I'm so mad. <laughs> Wisconsin lineman, like born in Wisconsin, like that's legitimately all fundamentals right there. Me and potatoes guy. Me, me and potatoes guy. He loves his country. He loves the flag. 
uh, uh, this is this is good. Uh, Ru- this is kind of person where Rudy Gay has that level of hatred for me. Yeah, it, Ru- Rudy Gay got traded from the Raptors and like that fixed their franchise. It's an amazing turnaround. Uh, all right, we're good. We're done. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh, here. All right. Let's finish with this. Predictions. Knicks gonna uh, win. I think um, they're gonna have the rest of the um before All Star break. So I think I'm saying, win. saying win. I'm saying win and cover. How special. Wow. Oh. Wow. What's the spread? They've been doing a lot yet? lately, haven't they? Yeah, they've been they've been a, they've, they've been good with the spread. Yeah. Uh all right. Sam, you want to do the final? Yes. Thank you all for joining us. Make sure you guys leave a like and subscribe. Thank you to everyone that joined us. I think we've had up to about maybe 80 or so viewers at once. We had 100 at one point. We did? Wow. Everyone knows in here. Shout out to Brian Management for all the super chats. Make sure you guys leave a like and subscribe. Thank you guys for all your support. We will be back on Saturday after the Heat game. Um, That is a 3 p.m. national media game. So, you know, there'll be tons of excellent coverage about Jalen Brunson, of course, um, and and Julius Randle, as as usual, from the great NBA national media. Um, But, yeah, make sure you guys join us for that game. Um, check out all the links in the description. We got links to the site, merch, Patreon, and Twitter. Make sure you guys follow us there. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you guys on Saturday. Peace out. Enjoy the rest of your week. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you mean cellar. the mini fridge? It's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcast. Yes.